Let's check the news. Nathan Cones has your update from the news studio. Thank you very much, John, and good morning, everyone. The Iowa High School Baseball Coaches Association recently recognized Carroll's Merchants Park for having one of the state's nicest ballparks. During their annual Hall of Fame banquet in Cedar Rapids this past weekend, the association presented the City of Carroll two awards, the 2023 Diamond of the Year, as well as the 2023 West District Diamond of the Year. Mayor Jerry Flashner says fields of Merchants Park's caliber do not happen by accident. This is Carroll's third time winning the awards and first time since 2012. This award puts Carroll Merchants Park into a league with only two other past winners that have also won the award three times. That's Coon Rapids, Baird, and uh, Linmar. These awards are not possible without Scott Parcher. Scott won the 2023 T-Ray Frame Award. That's Park Maintenance Award through Iowa Parks and Recreation Association. And he's been working on this ball field since 1980. And even after his retirement, which was in 2018, Scott has continued to work on Merchants Park as a part-time caretaker. While Parcher is the man most fans associate with Merchants Park, Flesher says there's a team of people working with him to ensure the field is in tip-top shape for every game played on its turf. So along with Scott, there are many other duties and work that has been put in by Tom Weber, Park Superintendent, and his crew, Mike Heidoff, Mike Mertis, and Tyler Schultes. We're very proud of our Parks Department's hard work and dedication and all play a role in why Merchants Park is the 2023 Diamond of the Year. Officials also thanked Parks and Recreation Director Chad Tmeyer for his oversight of the park and his work spearheading the city's efforts to secure funding for the proposed Merchants Park Improvements and Renovation Project, which includes dugout reconstruction, new bleachers, protective netting, lighting, and a revamped press box. This summer marks the final season of the Iowa High School Athletic Association's contract with the City of Carroll to host the 1A and 2A state baseball tournament at Merchants Park, but city officials are optimistic the association will be extending that contract for several more years. Negotiations with the IHSAA are expected to begin after the winter sports seasons conclude. And with tax season nearly here, the Iowa Department of Natural Resources wants to remind taxpayers of the opportunity to donate to the Fish and Wildlife Fund on their state tax forms. Commonly referred to as the Chickadee Checkoff, the donations from Iowa taxpayers have declined in in recent years, totaling a little under $147,000 this year, resulting in about an $8,000 decrease from the prior year. The number of donors has also declined by 50% over the last two decades, and only about 0.4% of Iowa taxpayers make any donations to the program. The contributions assist in funding non-game wildlife by improving habitat, restoring wildlife, creating learning opportunities for citizens, and much more. The Chickadee Checkoff is one of the only funding sources for the Iowa DNR's Wildlife Diversity Program, which makes the decrease in donors have such an impact. Stephanie Shepard, a wildlife biologist with that program, says if every Iowa taxpayer donated just $1, it would mean $1.6 million for wildlife and nature conservation. Those interested in donating can simply write the donation amount next to Fish and Wildlife on line 21 of their 1040 form or let their tax preparer know they're wanting to contribute. New this year, in case hopeful donors do miss writing their donation on the tax form, donations can also be made online, and that link is included with this story on our website. And Loring Hospital in Sac City has been selected to receive a direct loan from the USDA to assist with the construction of a new addition. Loring Hospital was one of the five loans selected from the USDA to promote and support public works infrastructure here in Iowa. CEO Matt Johnson says Loring Hospital is excited to hopefully be breaking ground in the spring for the expanded medical arts building to be able to offer Sac City and the surrounding communities the commitment they have to quality care.
our reinvestment to keeping healthcare local. That's why I work where I work in, in the rural space, keeping access where it needs to be, and that's at the local area. That tells the community that we're not going anywhere and that we're reinvesting in it, high quality. The project will construct an additional 9,400 square feet of space to be utilized for a primary care clinic, renovations and expansions to the emergency room department, as well as a pharmacy and laboratory, along with a consultation center and specialty clinic pods for an infusion center, therapy, cardiac and pulmonary rehabilitation services, and more. Johnson says the hospital addition will support the community in more ways than just providing direct health care. We're also expanding a portion to allow for some conference rooms, and that will be open to the public as well. So that creates another opportunity for local events to be held here at the hospital and continue to market ourselves and what we do for the community. Two other local communities have received USDA grants to aid in ongoing projects. The Green County Development Corporation received a $96,000 grant to assist with training and planning assistance to develop Nueva Vida in Green County, a resource to build a local workforce and promote a multicultural community. This project will push for economic development and create six jobs for the region. The city of Exira will receive a nearly $29,000 grant to replace the roof on the city's fire station by providing reliable roof, important emergency service vehicles, and equipment will be protected, as well as assist the volunteer fire department serve the safety needs of rural Audubon County. And that is going to be wrapping up your news here on KCIM. I'm Nathan Cones reporting. Again, roads are extremely slick in town, but uh, we have no school announcements in aside from DMAC. They're going to be opening up at 10 o'clock this morning. That is the only announcement that we have in to our KCIM studios. Again, you can always check the announcements. They're available in up to the minute. Uh, 1380kcim.com and through our mobile app. But again, DMAC, the only school that's reported a late start here, that's uh, once again starting at 10 o'clock this morning.